You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey, Nerf Herders. You sure you want to go with that? Hey, everyone? There we go. More inviting. Have you ever had a movie that you really wanted to love, but something holds you back? Or one that you did love in spite of a flaw? Well, I'm Casey. And I'm Sam Alisea. And on another pass, we sit down with cool guests to look at movies that we find fascinating. But flawed. And we try to imagine what could have been done when they were made to give them that little push. We're not experts. We just believe in criticism. Uh, constructive criticism. Sure. So come take another pass at some movies with us. And every now and then, we can celebrate movies that did it on their own, too. You can find us at CertainPOV.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Pass it on. The car is full. We're all gassed up. Let's get on that journey into mystery as we talk about Punisher from 2004. And because we're talking about the Punisher, we had to bring on one of the biggest Punisher fans that I know, Jesse Alvarado. Oh, oh that's right. Jesse. Oh, look at, look at that. Just going to give a quick stretch right there. Uh, <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> just a, just an easy stretch. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, this is probably the... Out of all the Punisher things that we're going to be talking about, this is the movie that I was the most stoked for. It's the one that I've watched the most out of all of them. Uh, Thomas Jane kills it, and I'm super excited to talk about it with you guys. Uh, I'm excited to get get into it too. Uh, but yes, I'm, I'm I'm happy that you're here and and that we're going to be able to talk about this movie. Yes. Uh, before we talk about other things, because there's kind of an order to how we go about this before Mitch goes off on things that aren't the Punisher, I think this is my favorite of the Punisher movies. Oh yes, my. Oh, it yes. absolutely should absolutely, be. Yes. So that you're correct. <laughs> yeah, and I think I prefer this movie to the Punisher Netflix show. Ooh, I do too. I'm actually with you there. So, it was. It's close. It's close. It's close. It's like, close. The, the Punisher Netflix show was, was good. I'm not saying it wasn't, but I prefer this to the episodic thing because it feels like we actually did something. Yep. Yeah. Bernthal did a great <laughs> job, but Thomas Jane still Thomas Jane. holds the crown for me. Just damn. In my heart, Thomas Jane is the Punisher. So. <laughs> he was a great Punisher. But before we get into talking about Punisher from 2004, we have one story about the MCU, and we'll talk about Loki, Episode 4, The Nexus Event. So, let's get into that one story, because it was a holiday weekend. I hope the two of you had a fun 4th of July in some way or another. Uh, but be- I got hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ian decided... They were going to go and skateboard off of a cliff. So, I mean, I don't know how into skateboarding y'all are or if you know names of tricks or anything like that. But no, I was trying to, I was trying something that's supposed to be really easy. It's like one of the first tricks that people learn when they go to the skate park next to dropping in like on a ramp, right? It's called a rock to fakie. 
And if you don't know what it is, Google it. Like, there's plenty of little videos about what it is. You just roll up the ramp, put your, your front wheels over the top, and then you roll back down, fakie, so going backwards. You lost Shouldn't me at that- rolling. <laughs> yeah, but the board slipped out from under me. I landed on my elbow. I sprained my elbow. Um, moral of the story, if you feel like you have to start getting active, don't. <laughs> it only just leads don't. to pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, it hurt. And I cannot wait for my arm to be okay so that I can try it again. You know, my I, I started going back to the gym this week, and yeah, my knees are saying the exact same thing. It only leads to pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jesse, did you get hurt, or did you have a good 4th of July? Did you start going back to the gym? Um, I mean, I didn't get hurt. I had some great food. Uh, I'll tell you what. I made these legendary mashed potatoes, right? Potatoes. Yeah. Killer, killer! Yeah. A little cream cheese in there, uh, you know, just uh, hit it right the spot. My sister decided to, you know, she was gonna make the mashed potatoes for the family. But I'm like, you don't understand. Mine are so much better. Like, I know that you haven't tried them, but just, I brought a little sample, right? Blew everybody's minds. So when you want mashed potato recipe, I got you guys. There you, you go. O- you only have the one sister, right? Yeah, just the one who coincidentally okay. got into a, a crash on 4th of July, so she didn't have a great 4th of July. But, <laughs> nah. She's fine, by the way. That's good. All right, good. Anyway, Mitch, proceed. As I was saying, since it was the 4th of July weekend, there wasn't much in the way of news. Hall of Hollywood likes to cut, shut down for, uh, for, for the holidays, but we had Hugh Jackman... And Kevin Feige both throw up images on their social media that would imply that Hugh Jackman's going to return as Wolverine for the MCU. How do we feel about this? I knew he wasn't done. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Gotta make Wolverine drop. You, you can't stop that man. His his healing factor is, is too intense. I don't know. Jackman was like, you know how much... Toll this takes on my body to get into Wolverine shape. I mean, we've only watched <laughs> X-Men 1 and X-Men 2 at this point, and he's nowhere near as jacked as he gets eventually for, uh, I don't know. What was like it? Logan? Logan or <laughs> even, um, was it Days of Future Past? Days of Future Past, he was ripped. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's going to do a buddy cop movie with Deadpool. Let's, let's <laughs> throw him in there with Ryan Reynolds. I w- I'd be down. I feel like if Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman actually appeared in the movie together, Ryan Reynolds' head would explode. It would, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if they appeared in the movie together, uh, they wouldn't be able to afford to make the movie. <laughs> this is also true. If we remember from the <laughs> it's first... It's going to be a uh, YouTube video, because that's, that's how long you can afford it. It's the same. We remember <laughs> from the first Deadpool movie, they had to uh, eliminate like a whole like shootout scene because they couldn't afford guns anymore. Yeah, they couldn't afford uh, all the main characters of like the X-Men cast. That's why you only got to see that sample when they were closing the door. Yep. Yep. So, I love it. <laughs> but it's a Disney uh. it's a it's a, a Marvel Disney thing now instead of a Marvel or instead of a Marvel Fox thing. So, maybe uh-huh. maybe the, the mouse will throw some money at it and we'll get Hugh Jackman back into the MCU. Which One more. Sh- yeah, which they should. 
because exactly. Oh boy is correct. Thank you, Jesse Mouse. I appreciate you. Um, <clears throat> you. They have so much money at their disposal that money's not real. <laughs> like they don't have to pay for things. They just tell people that they're getting paid and money appears. <laughs> like that's that's all that has to happen with them. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong. So I I, I believe it. Would you uh make it happen? W- w- what kind of story would you want? Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine for is he is he going to join the the Avengers is he going to go straight into an X Men movie or is it as Jesse pointed out a Deadpool movie? I would like the Buddy Cop movie. That sounds like fun. Not going to happen sounds, anytime soon, honestly. <laughs> that that sounds like a great summer romp movie. Um, but I think I I might be jumping the gun here on the episode we just started and I'm going to say that I think this might be a great way to introduce mutants into the MCU. (laughs) If you're playing bingo with us at home, mark it down. Yeah. uh, I got to agree with Ian on this one. I don't see him in another X-Men movie, uh, but I can see him uh, like as maybe like a little cameo for Avengers or at least to kick things off. Um, I would love that buddy cop movie, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, So I'm going to say maybe Avengers or maybe a little multiverse, little teaser things in there. Hmm? Okay. I mean, if, if we're going to do a multiverse thing and he and Patrick Stewart want to come like, walking out rolling out of some time event some like universe event just be like hey what up uh mutants exist bye like (laughs) i'd be down (laughs) yeah i'll be happy with that yeah i'd be like bet i get it now okay (laughs) so he's gonna show up in that third spider-man movie where everybody is showing up is what you're telling me that's exactly what i was saying or we can also throw him in dr strange one or the other I'm cool with that. Hey, throw him in a She-Hulk. Bummer. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put him on trial. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind uh, seeing Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Hugh Jackman share a scene together. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Again, I don't think that they can afford it. <laughs> yeah. At this point, Hugh Jackman has to be able to kind of like name his price for the role, don't you think? Oh yeah, like he's been doing it so long. He is Wolverine, and we have such a hard time. If you ask anybody, Jesse, who would you recast Wolverine as? Um, have See, you heard of a person it. named Hugh Jackman? See, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> can't put anybody else in there. No. Um. So he has to be able to walk into that negotiation and go. I want uh, a lifetime's worth of money, please. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That, I was going to say, you already have that. He could just retire. <laughs> he could, hi, I want my kids' kids' kids to be set up. There you go. There you go. And Disney's like, uh, how many zeros is that? <laughs> it doesn't matter. All it's the done. zeros. <laughs> yeah. How many zeros can you write? 
So if you saw it, it's uh, it was Hugh Jackman sharing art from Boss Logic, I believe, showing off uh, the the Wolverine arm with the with the blade sticking out, and Kevin Feige was uh, giving a hug and taking a picture with Hugh Jackman in his picture. So who knows? They could just be trolling because it's the internet. And so, what's more fun than that? What if the angle they're playing here isn't that Hugh Jackman's coming back, but they're being like, hey, watch out for a Wolverine coming in, but it's not even actually Wolverine, it's X-23. I mean, Laura Lenny, Laura Kinney is, uh, is, is Wolverine also, so I could see it. We'll, we'll add that to the Young Avengers. Boom. We, that, that's everybody. That is everybody. Just kidding. This whole thing was to promote a new Wolverine game. <laughs> Which, you know what? I'd be upset, but I'd still play it. <laughs> so you say that, but that Wolverine game that he voiced was fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. It was by far way better than the movie it was based on. Um, so out of all like the movie adaptations, that one was, was one that was surprisingly brutal and amazing. Which one was that? Was that the Wolverine? I think so. It was the one where they're in the jungle and shit. Um, the, the one has Silver Samurai. The, I think it, no, no. Before that, it's uh, the the, oh, the other Wolverine movie, Wolverine Origins. Origins, yeah, X Men Origins. Uh, Wolverine? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, X Men Origins. So they did the Wolverine game based on that, and that shit was awesome. Oh. Wasn't there supposed to be like a Magneto Origins? There were, and there was. Yes. Wolverine Origins did so bad, or yep. was just so bad that they were like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> they pulled the plug on that one real quick. So quick. They're like, we'll just save you for first class. <laughs> it didn't help that it leaked out when it was still like green screens and shit too. So Yeah, there was... It, it was, was still I, bad movie. I didn't know that they had done anything as far as filming for it. So that makes sense. No, no. Jesse meant the, the Wolverine movie. They, that leaked out oh. before it was ready. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. That was the it was only version like, I saw for a couple of years. That's all I needed. <laughs> I liked enough. The version I saw had like director's notes in the margins. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was like claws go here kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is good. This is better than the movie. They could release more movies like this. Oh, absolutely, they should. And I'm not just talking about director's commentary. I'm talking like, show me the raw footage. <laughs> no, I do not want this. Please don't do it. Um, show me the guy being Rocket Raccoon getting petted. <laughs> Seeing uh, J- Josh Brolin walking around with the giant Thanos head above him. Like people like saying, hey, <laughs> look up here. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to watch that version of, of the Avengers? Man, I love that. Did chat have anything uh, to say about Wolverine? No. Okay. No, they didn't. They, they're they surprisingly quiet this evening, aside from Gorbass, Gatekeep, Gaslight, Classic Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Loki Episode 4, the Nexus event. 
And since we already brought it up, Young Avengers, we got a... At the very end, we got a, uh, a a young Loki, a kid Loki, to go along with the other variant Lokis. Uh, as it's, I think they're being called old Loki, uh, boastful Loki, crocodile Loki, and kid Loki. Uh, a whole world or dimension of other Lokis that uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki wake, wakes up in. Which, I mean, who who else was expecting Tom Hiddleston's Loki to die? Or get pruned. Uh, that should caught me off guard, but not as much as like when Owen Wilson's character got pruned. Yeah, I legit went, "Holy shit! What the? No, no!" <laughs> See, <laughs> I, very, very loudly, and I think I scared my wife a little. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I looked at my wife like, when that was happening, bullshit. and I just went, "Wow." <laughs> When uh when uh Mobius started helping Loki, I was like, oh well, he's about to die. Like it, I was just like, oh, it's about to happen right now. And uh, yeah, Ravona just went up and pruned him like like no one's business. So My like best we friends, bam. Like, oh, so, like we we hate her, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like she sucks. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Make making sure that I wasn't misreading the situation because like but, she sucks. Yeah. No. She's she's terrible. Uh, but that throwback to the past though. Uh, some major teasers with her. I mean, because isn't she the character that Kang was like attracted to or, or whatever in the comics? Right. Right. She, she's one of the the time enforcers that Kang was like in a relationship with. Uh, in the comics so that i don't know it could lead us to believe that kang is the one that's actually pulling the strings here at the tva because as the other big reveal in this episode and man did it take the whole episode for all these reveals to happen uh right (laughs) the other big reveal is that the three timekeepers that we saw up on the wall in their bill and ted's excellent excellent adventure like formation uh we're robots because you know it's the phonies <laughs> it's the mcu it's always uh androids wizards or aliens right <laughs> it's the rock I paper think, scissors yeah i think i used to run a D game called that but i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah obviously there's someone that is pulling the strings of the "Quote unquote timekeepers," and I don't think Ravona was too uh, too surprised by it. Yeah, no, she one hundred percent did not look surprised by the fact that that just went down. The like TVA royal guards, whatever you want to call them, uh, in the time creeper timekeepers room, there they seem surprised. They're like, "What?" <laughs> and then they got absolutely murked by Sylvie. <laughs> obviously sylvie being the better fighter (laughs) (laughs) but i i want more of sylvie yes yeah and honestly honestly that's what i thought was going to happen here like we as we see tom hiddleston's loki get pruned uh i was like oh wow going forward in the mcu in the future phases we're going to be seeing sylvie run around as loki but as we saw in the post credit scene, Loki wakes up, thinks he's dead, 
four other Lokis say, nah, you ain't dead. You need to come with us. Have you seen the, the memes around Crocodile Loki? Nope. Yes. Uh, like, Odin is like, Loki, my son, I have to tell you, oh, you're dude. adopted. <laughs> and the next, the, next, uh, the next frame of it is Crocodile Loki just like, hissing. <laughs> Sad crocodile noises. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got the little horns, but he's just an alligator. Hey, he's, he's just had like, tears. <laughs> I, just, I guess uh, you could say he had crocodile tears. Oh, you went oh. there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I was going to I was going to say. I saw a lot of people, you know, throwing up the reference to the fact of uh, frog or throg. So Thor frog, because in the comic books, it's Loki that turns Thor into a frog. Is there a variant world where someone turned Loki into a crocodile or an alligator? I would love that. Well, I think he transforms himself into animals uh, because I know, for example, like the wolf from Ragnarok in the comics was actually Loki's son. Uh, just like he's also had a kid that was a horse and like a snake and all kinds well, of shit. Yeah. In the well, actual yeah, North the Norse mythology, he turned himself into a horse, had sex with another horse. Got hella pregnant. <laughs> gave birth to an awesome horse <laughs> with like Thanks. eight there legs. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Hey dad, you want my horse son? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mythology's weird. <laughs> super paraphrased by the way that's not that's not how it actually went down i'm sure it did pretty accurate it was all over yeah. family dinner yeah <laughs> loki was like hey what up dude and odin's like sad dude and then like they gave him a cool horse with like eight legs it's actually loki's kid but don't, we don't talk about it because that makes the family uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my family what <laughs> Maybe that went a little far. Thanksgiving is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch has a horse, son. <laughs> I mean, if you've met Jarvis. Oh, Jarvis. He's massive. <laughs> All right. So what else? What else did we, we, we learn in this episode that uh, is worth talking about? Uh, What's-her-face sucks. Um, we had a feeling that she was gonna suck though yeah we all had that suspicion right we oh we learned that uh the whole thing about the tva agents being variants was true yeah true we also we also had mobius uh confirm that there are vampires in the marvel universe the marvel universe thus you know, leading, putting us one step closer to Blade with Mahershala Ali. <laughs> putting us one step closer to Dracula, you nerd. You better have my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They should just give Moon Knight a TVA like jacket so that he can go out and just start murking vampires that are <laughs> on the outside of the timeline. See, what they need to do, this doesn't pertain to Loki in the least bit. They need to let Moon Knight and Blade team up so that he can accost these vampires 
for their ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> and then Blade can put on cool sunglasses and stab them. Wait, wait, wait. Is ketamine the loot that vampires drop when you murk them? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I didn't know this. They, they drop one of two things. They either drop my fucking money or some ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the vampires got down with the special K. <laughs> <laughs> with the special K. That's the only way they know how to get down. <laughs> yep. Little do you know, they, they actually, they don't feed on blood. They feed exclusively on ketamine, yeah. but blood is a delicacy. <laughs> so they indulge, but it's not really sustenance. Oh, oh, I think Blade's just been going around, you know, unfortunately killing, like, Drug addicts. Like, those aren't oh, vampires. No. The vampires aren't real. Those are just drug addicts. Oh, that just changes the entirety. <laughs> he's not He's not the daywalker. He's just a recovering junkie. Yep. Those are just junkies. Oh, I feel, I feel awful for this joke now. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the dark place. Oh, okay, they're not alive to hear it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Blade, they're not bad people. They just need help. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So vampires exist. Uh, TVA are all variants. We also found out that a Loki about to make out with another Loki causes a uh, event in the timeline that skews the, the sacred timeline in such a weird way that it caught the attention of the TVA, even though it's in a apocalypse scenario. So, uh, how weird is it that Lokis are attracted to themselves? I mean, look at that ego. (laughs) It's not really something that's like, I'm surprised. I know Loki would totally be the one that would fall for himself or a horse. (laughs) God damn it. But like this is a question that keeps coming up in my life for some reason. Uh if it's you, is it weird? <laughs> well, I guess this goes back to WandaVision and the whole ship of Theseus. If you change out enough things, is it still the same thing? Is it still the ship? Well, it's like Mitch. If you met you from another timeline. Okay. Would you make out and, with yourself? Yeah. Would, would you find yourself attractive? And if so, would you then try to proceed with a physical relationship <laughs> with yourself? And follow-up question, is it weird? <laughs> follow-up question, is it a female Mitch? <laughs> Asterisk on that one. Fair enough. It doesn't matter. Look. <laughs> Certain things have to be done for science, and I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Follow up. No, for science. I don't know if I'm uh, all about that long-term relationship with myself. 
Not long term. I'm just talking about like physically knowing yourself in the in the biblical sense. Oh, but like if we're just talking about masturbation, that, we 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 can talk about masturbation. I mean, it's not even, which ra- that raises a good question. If it's a clone of yourself or yourself from a different timeline, is that just masturbation? That's what I see it as. Yes, <laughs> it's very involved masturbation. <laughs> also, in chat, Magic Bollocks said. Totally would. <laughs> oh, we know. We know, John. We know. That doesn't surprise me, John. <laughs> I've played D&D with that guy. I know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Because, like, I've, I've asked Erica this question. I've asked my wife this question. I was like, what? Is that weird? Like, if you met you from a different timeline or, like, a clone of you, is that weird? She's like, yeah, that's weird. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't see how that's weird. She's like, it's borderline like incestuous, and I'm like, ah, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like, identical twins have the same DNA, so technically, it's it's the same person. <sighs> but that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Um, but I think a clone's good to go. Okay. So I think I think if your clone is down, then. It's then it's cool. Like as Only long as you have your clone's consent. Yeah, you know what? It has to be consensual though. Both clones have to be down. Otherwise no one goes to town, all right? That's the way it's gonna go. So <laughs> actually what it should you know what clones uh, people uh you from other timelines not okay. You from the same timeline, just at different point? Okay. I've that's what I've decreed. So if you can time travel and make it to yourself in another period of time. But you, the time period that you that you would have relations with yourself, don't be weird. Oh yeah, don't go back too far. <laughs> no, no, no. You you have to be legal. Yes. <laughs> don't be don't be weird. You don't need to like, scar yourself. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like. A night you don't remember on your 21st birthday. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Time I got blackout drunk? Boom. <laughs> right then. Right there. <laughs> All right. I think we've taken this joke just far enough. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Hey, was oh. so was there anything else that you wanted to bring up about Loki episode four? I feel like once we hit clone masturbation, we hit its peak. It's true. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the peak of I think that's the peak of TV. <laughs> I don't see it going <laughs> higher at this point. I don't either. Shut it down. That's the season finale right there. <laughs> Turn off all the TV. Yeah. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Everybody, go outside. Read a book. TV's my, my over. Boy, um, my boy Tommy H about to have a whole scene with just himself. That's the season finale. <laughs> oh man! Oh, all right. Marvel, write this down. <laughs> oh wait, I think it's time for you to take Marvel aside. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't need to have a private conversation about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh sorry folks that's not you don't get to mark that one off on your your bingo card so not yet just wait well oh, now we man. have all of punisher 2004 for that to happen so 
I think to manifest. <laughs> uh, I had the opportunity at one point in my TV news career to interview Thomas Jane, and I think at that point Jesse was more excited than I was that I was going to get to go in. Hundred percent was, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I bought a Blu-ray copy and gave it to Mitch. I was like, just in case y'all have time. Tell him to sign this. <laughs> I don't even believe you had a Blu-ray player at that point, did you? I did not, but I bought one. <laughs> did, did, did it get signed though? I don't think so. I don't think it, I. I didn't. I don't think I had the time. He like the interview went from you have fifteen minutes to you have eight minutes to you have three minutes, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I had enough time to get a couple questions in, and then he had a panel that he had to get to. All right, Mitch, let me smell him, though. And it was just like a, you know, I could still kind of feel Thomas Jane around there. So it was cool. Yeah, it had the essence of Jane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that can be a cologne. Hey. Essence of Jane. Someone, someone get uh, Thomas Jane on the phone. Normally, I'd have, a, normally I'd have a quip here. I'm more just worried for Thomas Jane's safety. <laughs> As you rightfully should. However, just, we saw just, him. I don't think he can come back on the show anymore. <laughs> we saw Thomas Jane do all the ass kicking and get his ass kicked in this movie. So uh, I think he could take care of himself. Speaking yeah, of fine. that Russian fight, dude, best fucking scene in the whole movie uh fantastic uh kevin nash fuck kevin nash kevin uh, nash. came in as the russian and man that was such a fun fucking scene um with the music in the background it was just also perfect uh and it just came together so fucking well from beginning to end of that scene what one of the things i love about that is like earlier in the movie you see uh Frank Castle just preparing his his little loft there with all the weapons and <laughs> hidden stuff and oh if anybody comes in here I'll fuck them up but then one very large dude comes in and all that goes out the window oh I have a grenade <laughs> underneath this uh sink I'll I'll throw it at the person nope they bat it right back in oh I have a gun in this pop out like drawer that I, it took a really long time to make nope smash that barrel with a with a uh, barbell. <laughs> Like the two things that I that stood out the most for me in this movie. One is that the like the the scriptwriters really got creative with how the Punisher operates, Mm -hmm. right? Some of the things. The one that stands out to me is uh, the blowtorch and the popsicle. Good scene. It's it's a great scene. It's genius. Oh yeah, he doesn't. Doesn't actually hurt the dude because that's messed up to put like a blowtorch to somebody like that. But it's all the psychological head game that you'd think in a sit like for somebody like the Punisher, right? Yep. <clears throat> so like that was fantastic. I loved that. Very creative, very good action sequences. But the stars of this movie were the fully artists because <laughs> they went in on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when he's loading up all the guns outside of like Saints Tower or whatever it is at the end, 
and he's just out in the woods, just like. They were just like, woo! As fully artists, like, here we go. And then, like, that's when I started to notice it. But I went back and I watched. It's everywhere in this movie. Just like gratuitous amounts of fully Sometimes it's like, that's a little obnoxious. But when he's flipping guns around and reloading stuff, it's like, no, that's exactly what you need to be doing. Like, (laughs) accentuate those guns. No, like, one of the big things about this movie, if you listen to, I remember when it first came out on DVD, I listened to the the director commentary on this, and, like, they were talking about how, uh, which the director is... Jonathan Hensley. Don't know what else he's done. But in the commentary, he talks about like uh, they gave them a a set budget, and then like two weeks before they started filming, they were like, "Ah, we're gonna cut that in half." So I guess if you can't have all the guns in the movie, have all the foley artists. So <laughs> I just want to give you a little bit of uh, <clears throat> a little bit of this guy's resume. All right. Okay. I didn't know that name offhand. Nope. But um, he did Armageddon. He was a writer. Yes. On all of these that I'm about to list. But, like, he's got work on him. So he was a writer for Armageddon, writer uh, writer for The Saint, writer for Die Hard with a Vengeance. Like, this dude worked on these kinds of movies, like, wrote them. And then if you write them for so long, you could direct it. You know how it goes. Yep. <laughs> this was his first directing, directing movie. His movie. Yeah. So... Uh, what a way to do it. So I do have a question. Would you have felt the same way about this movie? If instead of Thomas Jane, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I don't think I could have done this movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the, in the lead role. Seriously? Uh, yeah, no. I don't think so. See, I'm on the opposite side of that. This, if you, if you rename the main character, make it not like just you can keep the exact same plot, just make it not a Punisher movie. And this is an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in like the peak of his action film career. I mean, it is very similar to Commando. Like all the way down to the sea where he's standing off with John Travolta and he's like reaching for his gun and they just like quick draw real quick like Arnold Schwarzenegger right there except there would have been like a one liner just up there with like when are you going to kill me? No! I want to say 2004 Schwarzenegger was was governor at the time right? Would have made him would have gotten him reelected. Oh, oh well, there you go. <laughs> Should have been his campaign. Yeah, <laughs> come watch my movie. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Avenge my family. I punish people. I'm the Punisher. I'm longer man, so. I mean, yeah, Dolph Lundgren was uh, the Punisher at one point, so it's it's not too far off. (laughs) No, that was the thing. It was real. (laughs) That was the last time you were on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh man! It all feels like such a fever dream. <laughs> that movie, that movie is a fever dream. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about some of the other cast members. So, like we said, Thomas Jane is Frank Castle, John Travolta is Howard Saint, Laura Herring is Livia Saint, Samantha Mathis is Maria Castle, which in and out of the movie real quick, uh, as uh, as well as um. Frank Castle's father, which I believe is played by Roy Schroeder. Is that right? Anybody got uh, he was in there for a whopping maybe two minutes. <laughs> One minute. Because he's, uh, he's the dude from um, Jaws. I don't know why it took me so long to, figure, to say that. But uh, then we also have uh, Howard Saint's lackey. Um, he's in all the movies. He's in Armageddon also, which makes sense now, knowing that uh, the director wrote Armageddon. He did a really good job with the role, too. Yeah. So, Roy Schreider was Frank Castle Sr. And uh, I don't see the other other person. But we had Rebecca Romaine come in as Joan. Uh, we just watched her in X-Men two or x2 x-men united will Patton was quentin glass john panette is bumpo and then what was that it's an r.i.p yeah that's right he did pass away uh and then ben foster as spacker spacker dave uh two of these people would go uh, are x-men because you got ben foster who was also uh angel in x-men three yeah. Well, John Panay and Ben Foster did a great job in this movie, too. They had me cracking up, like, in almost every scene that they were in. <laughs> One of the things that I will always, I still do because of this movie, is like uh, the scene where Ben, we were introduced to Ben Foster's character and he's playing that video game and he goes, You are a great disappointment to your father and me or your mother and me. <laughs> like, I think about that. I say that all the time. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> what was that, Jesse? Or when they're doing their opera song? Oh yes, <laughs> during the the Russian fight. The Russian fight. You don't disappoint me, Ian. The liar. <laughs> <laughs> I see the look in your eye every Wednesday when you jump in the video call, and you're like, "Oh God, I gotta do this again." There's Ian again. <laughs> Oh, God, there they are. Um, So I'm just going through the IMDb page for The Punisher right now because there's always fun little tidbits that pop up on the IMDb page that I think we could talk about. The um, films you might like if you liked this section. Oh, hit me. Uh, Punisher Warzone. Nope. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, Punisher. (laughs) No. Um, Face Off. The okay, I like face off. I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, swordfish, Sword. uh, I'm I not mean, sure how that's connected. Look at look at the poster, that. look at that poster, look how many they're all in comic book movies Don Cheadle, John Travolta, Haley, ba- Halle Berry, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah, so like, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Just this list is like, here's some things about the Punisher, and here's some John Travolta movies. Go nuts. <laughs> Um. Oh, but then it's also like you might like the Blade franchise. Which <laughs> I freaking love the Blade franchise. IMDb. Thank you. Um, and also SWAT. 
that that is random like i don't is know is it because guns and fighting people i mean i do like swat but i don't see how it's connected yeah i i, I guess colin farrell and and uh sam jackson are both in comic book movies also so thus swat <laughs> yes um <laughs> oh and jeremy renner's in that movie too i forgot about that yeah oh he is isn't he uh, mm-hmm. On my list, oh, it also has uh, "Dirty Laundry." I don't know if on your list it had that, but uh, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't on that one. Yes. I feel like that should be connected to this movie as an extension. It definitely that is. Uh, that's that's the thing that he that that uh, Thomas Jane was um, premiering at San Diego Comic Con when I interviewed him. So that was that was a nice surprise. Nice surprise. Uh, the the last two to round out my list that I have on my side are the Hitman movie and uh, shoot 'em up. <laughs> oh, shoot 'em up is so ridiculous. I haven't made it all the way through shoot 'em up. Yeah, you're lucky. I get I watched it, but I don't think I remember it. I just remember him running around. Shooting a bunch of people. It, I think that's the movie that holds the record for the most on-screen bullets fired. Um, oh, really? But then he just like has a baby the whole time. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to Punisher Warzone if we're talking about babies. Oh, uh, God. even Jesse's like, can we just not? No, we gotta do it. <laughs> we gotta. I think do I've it. seen that once in my life. Same. Same. Jesse, you signed theaters. the contract. I'm for it. I'll be here. It's on HBO. So you are contractually obligated. I will. I do know a lawyer. (laughs) Their name is. Their name is Ian Esquire. Esquire. Last name redacted. (laughs) I'll make my my wife watch it with me though. So I'm going to suffer. Might as well. I watched together. I, we'll talk about Warzone when we get there. I just remember watching it in the theater, not remember what's going on, and seeing it with my parents. Oh I wow! It in the theater. I can't remember with who. <laughs> yeah, I watched it with my parents because they were like, "Hell yeah, this should be great." And we all walked out going, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened?" <laughs> we'll get there soon enough. We'll get there soon enough. Uh... <laughs> the longer we can delay that one, I'm okay. <laughs> Harry Heck, the scene when uh, they're in the cafe and yeah, Frank is just eating his breakfast. I've always randomly thought about that song. Like it'll be just a random day. Hey guys, today's Tuesday, and then all of a sudden it's like, hear what you're thinking, (laughs) and boom, it's it's in, it's in, man. And then it's like gonna go. I'm guessing sing the whole fucking song. Here we go. Uh, and then the, just the line of, uh, you know, was it? Uh, uh, I wrote that song for you. I'm gonna play it at your funeral. Like, <laughs> so we have a, a mutual friend in uh, Mike Santos. Check out his YouTube page, Mike Check, for his uh, adventures on his motorcycle, and he plays that song on the guitar. And whenever we used to have parties and he'd have his guitar out, I'd say, you got to play that song. It's the song that you got to play at my funeral too. <laughs> so, uh, just know for all those who show up and watch the stream, the live stream of my funeral, Mikey will be getting up to play that song. 
<laughs> I have a, a lovely uh, twenty minute like er, like ode to Mitch that I've been putting together, uh, <laughs> highlighting the ups and downs of his career, and uh, <clears throat> it's tearjerker. So when when Mitch eventually does pass, tune in to watch me do my impression of Mitch for twenty minutes. <laughs> Uh, Ode to Mitch, the one-man show. It it will be in poor taste. (laughs) Uh, Most of these jokes will be too soon. (laughs) And um, I might not have a lot of friends after it. (laughs) Uh, But that scene ends with a pretty kick-ass car chase and uh the line you brought a knife to a gunfight and still the guy ends up getting ends up losing because the knife shoots out of the of the knife handle (laughs) yeah i do want to say that this movie uh really did an interesting job with like introducing us to all this cool shit that is immediately going to get destroyed oh yeah like hey let's show this scene of him working on this car and getting it all suited up so we can see it for one scene where it gets fucking wrecked and now we can't use it again. <laughs> well, that's that's the genius of this movie is showing how like methodical Frank Castle is about like just like getting the people that done him that done him wrong. Mm-hmm. And but, it's great. Uh, but yet he still adapts when, when things yeah. don't go the way that he planned. Yeah. I think that's what makes this one of the uh, so that and the fact that he bleeds. True. Uh, like the fact that he gets hurt, make this movie what it is. That makes this movie great. It's like that. So like that. Uh, the scene when he's fighting the Russian and he stabs the Russian in the chest with the knife, and the Russian is just like that means nothing to me. And he and then of course Kevin Nash's giant arms turn the knife around onto him and just stabs him in the chest that scream that he lets out right there mm-hmm. yeah that was good that that makes you feel yeah. it like these are fantastic performances that they got out of these uh, that they got out of these actors and i think might be bold of me to say, but I think this might be some of the best performances we've seen on this list so far as we're going through them. Wow, you've already had X X two on here. A lot of people love that movie, and X two is great, but it's still like in moments it has its like campy comic book moment, like camp uh, cap, bleh, campy comic book movie moments. Right? Every time I watch this movie, I forget that it's a comic book movie. Hmm. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like oh we're gonna go see a comic book movie it doesn't feel like an Avengers movie it doesn't feel like anything like that obviously because it came way before but I think the point still stands there that it's just it's it's well acted it's well executed it, I mean it's a little over the top but like whatever that's the point of this movie is to be ridiculous and fun <laughs> so some of that it executes it well yep yes some of that well acting. Uh, comes from the fact that uh, Thomas Jane actually gets hurt on the set of this f- film. Uh, the scene when the Russian throws him through the door, the door wasn't supposed to give away as easily as it did, and that wall that he hits his head on is not fake. Like, oh, <laughs> that 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 actually caused uh, some injury there. And then when Rebecca Romaine is 
the character of Joan is sewing his stitches on. Well, <laughs> she sewed through the fake skin and then actually sewed the um, oh, no. fake skin onto Thomas Jane's Thomas Jane's real skin. But he just used it. He used it. He's like, well, that would be the pain that I would be feeling right now. So there we go. Legend has it. It actually grafted to his body and it's still there to this day. I'm sure he left it there. (laughs) I am sure. Almost sure of that. He told all the cast of The Expanse about that story. (laughs) (laughs) The Expanse. One of the things I always found really weird about this movie is that in the storyline when he is ready quote unquote ready to take on Howard Saint like he makes it known that he's alive he 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 digs up the 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 gravestone throws it into the the golf course he goes on the news like everybody knows that that Frank Castle is not dead why not use that to your advantage i think because he says he that wants them to know who's about to fuck them up yeah, he says it in like his monologue as he's like giving the foley artist something to do in the, <laughs> in the woods there before he walks in. He's like, "These, it's not my vengeance. These people deserve to be punished." <laughs> like that whole thing. Like that. I think that sums up what he's doing and why he's doing it. Because okay. exactly like Jesse said, why would you? If you're trying to make sure that somebody knows what they did is not okay, why would you just? be nobody that's fair uh oh the the other part of this like i guess spec ops that frank castle is is used to doing hey he not only takes down all of howard's howard saints uh business you know gets rid of all of his money but he also makes it so that he believes that his wife and his best friend are having an affair, like to the point where he gets them killed or he kills them. Like, come on. You know that Frank yeah. Castle's messing with you. But do you, though? <laughs> How much do you expect, like, a mob boss to have trust in people? So I feel like it's. Finding those little things that you can have to turn people makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like he should have at least asked before stabbing them. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. (laughs) To each their own. Just like, (laughs) I mean, it happens. It's a Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The, 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 the one other thing I wanted to bring up was the, the family reunion at the beginning. Like, I've only been to one family reunion, and that was on my dad's side. Do you usually have a family reunion where you bring two people, two families together? That's a fucking lonely man. <laughs> that sounds like a bad time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, family reunions are rough enough with just one side of the family because you have that whole part of the family that you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Who are you? You're. You are actually nobody to me. <laughs> I didn't really know that reunions were an actual thing until like I was a teenager, I think. Same. My family didn't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I also like, I don't know your family super well, but like, 
we grew up in the same place, so a lot of people don't have to like have family reunions because they all live in the same place. So they can just be like, so what are y'all doing on Saturday? Let alone get your own private island off off some coast, you know, somewhere in the tropics to have this family reunion, right? right? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Jesse, if you have a family reunion on a private island somewhere in the tropics, invite me. I don't know if it's going to end up like that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it probably won't, but I can't make promises. Well, that's because you didn't we, invite we, me, and I came in with my guys with all the guns. Yeah, also, we don't know what your sister's about. <laughs> when I met her in high school, she scared me. <laughs> she does that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what she's about. I love her now. She's great. She used, she's terrifying, though. <laughs> all right what what other things did you love to bring up about this movie uh one of the things i want to bring up is like the the brothers that you know are losing all the money that the punisher is burning and stuff how uh, they keep coming to check up on uh you know with howard or whatever like hey so uh we saw that you know a bunch of money blew up could uh, was that was it it's like you know there's there's no security in this business it's like and remember one thing i have more guns than you and the security guard's like just so you know we don't <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know if you knew this but hey they can fucking kill us at any point <laughs> hey if you can bluff then you you can live yeah it's like him. They didn't even look mad about it. He's like, they're like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I would have liked to see a little bit more about them, like encroaching on their business or something, or at least killing a few people. But yeah, still, still a little fun thing I'd like to bring up. That's I like that. I regularly think about when he's killing the last saint's son. And yes. he's like, eight pounds. It's not that heavy. But when you hold it straight out in front of you, it's a hell of a workout. As he's like putting the mine in his hand and tying it up above him. That's that's hardcore. That's <laughs> so cool. And then the timing was so fucking perfect when he's talking to Saint. It's like, you killed my son. And then you just hear, no. Both of them. That was just perfect. And he like there's there's no he doesn't miss a beat with that no bang both of them like cold blooded dude <laughs> <laughs> like nobody can tell me that this version of Frank Castle is not a badass yeah I I would often think about in my young 2004 mind. Uh, where that scene where he fucking stabs the dude and you see the knife like through his mouth and stuff. Oh yeah. Shoots him in the foot. He's like, ah, stabs him in the head. And then just, that was brutal. (laughs) That's after getting shot like four times. Yeah. (laughs) I love how, by the way, that same dude came up and shot him with the shotgun, not once, but twice. And during either of that time, he didn't think like, I know I'm point blank to him right now. But uh, I should still aim for the chest. Instead of fucking looking up with the shotgun, he he had him point blank. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't get it. Who knows? 
This movie you deserved to get stabbed in the throat like you did. <laughs> this movie he deserved it. This movie also has one of the things that uh, I love uh, f- for for certain movies because it happened in The Crow and it happened in Daredevil, which we already watched. Uh, but it always reminds me of uh, um, the meme that goes along with it because uh, at the end of this movie, when <laughs> well, not that one, but when uh, was it uh, when Howard Saint dies in the explosion and the they they do the crane shot with the camera and you see that the explosion is now made a skull the Punisher skull yeah. um you know that's the, the 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 in the crow it's you know light the match in the crow in the fire same thing with the daredevil when Ben Yurick throws his uh cigarette out and lights the the daredevil symbol like the meme is the the character like having to sit there thinking about okay I have to go this far with the oil or the gasoline and then this far over here and has a piece of paper after they've already defeated the bad guy. Like, is that, was that Punisher? Was that Thomas Jane? Like, okay, I'm gonna have to kill Howard Sane over here and then it'll have to set off the explosions to go over here so that anybody looking from above will see that I made out the Punisher, <laughs> the Punisher skull. Now I had a follow-up question to that now that you bring it up. Cause I did think about it and I have thought about it before. Was that parking lot for the villains at the building that they were at? Or did he just pick a random fucking parking <laughs> lot and all these people just lost their fucking cars? <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. I can't make it in today. You won't believe what happened. Someone used my car as part of a skull explosion. Yeah, I mean, I think that it might have been the parking lot. Of all the bad guys in the building, in which case, like, screw those guys. They suck. Uh, I mean, Howard Saint might have time, just provided a, a really good dental plan. Like, you can't be too too mad at them. I mean, fair. But at a certain point, like, <laughs> you suck, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but, um... I'm just I just feel bad for whoever has to take those those uh phone calls to file those claims. Oh. So hey what happened? <laughs> what happened to your what happened to your vehicle? Uh, it blew up. What do you mean it blew up? It was like it blew up. There were other cars that also blew up. It was in the shape of a skull if you look from the air. <laughs> it's like all right, we're I'm not saying that we're sending this for investigation, but we're going to hold off on that for a little bit there. <laughs> right. So this is actually going to get sent to an adjuster. Uh, I don't have their information yet, but it's totally fine. They will be in touch with you. <laughs> Do I have rental? No. <laughs> You're lucky you have a policy right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you paid for the superhero package, uh, accident package. Frank Castle is not a superhero. He is just a man with a gun. <laughs> it does He's not count. Just a dude with a gun, and um, if he knows that you idolize him in any way, he's going to be very upset and disappointed <laughs> in you. So please keep that in mind and go about your day. I'm sorry about your car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So once again, I don't know if there's any toys that came out with this this particular movie since it was, I believe, rated R. Uh. But what's the toy that you would want to have or toy set that you'd want to have based on this movie? Uh, Castle and the Russian. Castle and the Russian. That'd be a good 
good and it has to have the russian has to have the the like changeable face so that you can yes so that it's after he gets the boiling pot of water like it will, it pops out of his chest kind of thing where it switches out like the old more like mighty morphin power ranger yep, ones just yeah. like those ones yep <laughs> i love that um i want the was it was it a Bronco they were driving in the family reunion like chase scene? Yes, oh, I, I think so. I want to say yes. I want that. <laughs> Better yet, give me the whole family reunion scene playset. Oh wow, with the exploding barbecue pit or barbecue yes. <laughs> outdoor kitchen. <laughs> yes. So we we blow that up. Um, maybe throw uh, like. A uh, Frank Castle in there, and like the, his family, but like if you put them in water, their clothes turn red. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need I need the Frank Castle Funhouse with all the hidden uh, weapons and stuff like that. <laughs> I just want the Frank Castle escape room. Oh, okay. Where you have to where you have to find all of his. Little little traps and treasures to be able to get out. <laughs> With uh, you know, if you collect all the pieces, you also get the hanging upside down um, one dude that he uses the popsicle on. Yeah, actually, no, that's the playset we need. <laughs> Fry, frying up some steak on one side and a popsicle in the hand. Yeah, make it like a McFarland toy, and it's just like that like collectible uh that that would live that would live on my shelf right here next to the yeah. next to the clump trooper helmet i painted <laughs> i would i would play it hell yeah now what from this movie in particular would you want to see in the future phases of the of the mcu this kind of punisher this kind of punisher like the the netflix show was rad but I think we can agree that these are two different Punishers. Very they, different. They operate differently. They One's like a trained badass. And not saying that this one isn't like a trained badass, but he doesn't really carry himself that way. If that makes sense. I want a, I want a Punisher movie in the MCU where the Punisher's just a guy. He's just an angry dude where he's just like... I, kill my family i'll kill your whole family Watch out. Hold <laughs> uh, i know we said that we saw him like bleed and, and you know hurt uh but by that final scene they only shot his vest like he was super fucking op like he demolished everyone and came out with no scratches so yeah i, I would like to see that methodical badass punisher who's you know like brings fear into the heart of criminals like Batman or whatever. Yeah. I want that, but not a standalone Punisher movie. I think he would be very effective in somebody else's movie. Like, like a daredevil movie. I I feel like that could be, I, I feel like that could be really cool, especially if he's been arrested for being the Punisher and Matt Murdock has to defend him. Ah. I could be for this. Or they're at least in the same courtroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a defense attorney, right? Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. There it is. If uh, there's nothing else to be said in the chat. Um, John just says that he wants a castle with butterfly knife flipping action. (laughs) (laughs) Just to smack some some dude, some idiot on the face, like over and over. (laughs) I enjoyed that scene. Oh, right. Then, uh, Jesse, where can people find you online? Thank you for showing up and joining us. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Jesse uh, Geeknet. Uh, most of my handles are Jesse Geeknet now. Uh, you can always find us at geek underscore or geek hyphen network.com. Uh, Facebook, just Jesse Alvarado. Uh, geek Network, I'm on both. Come chat, hang out. And Ian, where can people find you? So, <clears throat> this is a pretty well kept secret <laughs> as to where you can find me. Um, now, if you're listening to this in the future, you have to promise to keep this between us, all right? Because everybody who's already here, they already know. But you can find me most days throughout the week at twitch.tv slash Ianflux. You can also come talk to me on Twitter, at Ianflux12. Follow me over on Instagram. I don't use it much, but I'm trying. At uh, Ianflux over there. Um, you know, Branding is important. So, uh, yeah, come on by. Say hey. And tweet at me. I talk. I like to talk. Maybe maybe tweet at both me and Mitch at the same time so that we could be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, but that'd be really fun. You can find me at Ian Flux. That's I-A-N-F-L-U-X on Twitter. I-A-N-F-L-U-X, the numbers one, two. And I know for a fact, for a fact, you can fact check me on this if you want. But Mitch has some places that you can find him online as well as a Patreon that if you go and you ask for it, we might be able to talk about um, the Muppet Avengers, <laughs> which would be very fun. Ian's still pushing for that one. <laughs> gotta get, we got to get more Patreon uh, patrons for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to find me on Twitter, I'm at Mitchipedia GEM. GEM stands for Geek Elite Media. And as Alex, who's been a guest on this show, uh, pointed out to Ian and myself today, if you watched the, the fifth episode of Loki, or as I went and just looked up the title, it has a very familiar title, so you should uh, wait for that next week when we talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geeklymedia.com. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash geeklymedia for all things exclusive. And whatever podcatcher you're listening to on the listening to this on, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. And if you are listening to this in the future, just know that it's okay if you go back to this time, this present time, and make out with yourself. It's not weird. We've just we determine it. Yeah, we allow hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geekly Media Network. Saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast.